There are quite a bit of IRS updates related to the coronavirus, so I wanted to supplement Friday's episode. Thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Welcome to Tax Justice Warriors, the podcast that celebrates the work of low-income taxpayer clinics, focuses on tax controversy work, and looks at related issues in tax news. I'm your host, William Schmidt, the director of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic at Kansas Legal Services. There is quite a bit of tax news updates from the IRS to provide to you. I haven't rushed into providing daily Tax Justice Warriors updates, but I did want to do a whole extra episode here to include all of the announcements that have come out. I hope the announcements are not too contradictory, but I wanted to give to you all of the information I can, and I will provide a summary at the end of some of what we can do with the IRS going forward. So to begin with, last Wednesday, the IRS provided IR 2020-59. This details their People First initiative. So the IRS instituted several changes. They will be temporarily modifying the following activities as soon as possible. The projected start date will be April 1, and the effort will initially run through July 15. During this period, to the maximum extent possible, the IRS is avoiding in-person contacts. However, the IRS will continue to take steps where necessary to protect all applicable statutes of limitations. Now, IRS Commissioner Reddig said, IRS employees care about our people and our country, and they have a strong desire to help improve this situation. These new actions reflect just one of many ways our employees are working hard every day to assist the nation. We care a lot. IRS employees are actively engaged, and they have always delivered for their communities and our country. The People First initiative is designed to help people take care of themselves and is a key part of our ongoing response to the coronavirus effort. Okay, so here are highlights of the key actions in the IRS People First initiative. For existing installment agreements, for taxpayers under an existing installment agreement, Payments due between April 1 and July 15 of 2020 are suspended. Taxpayers currently unable to comply with the terms of an installment payment agreement, including a direct deposit installment agreement, may suspend payments during this period if they prefer. Furthermore, the IRS will not default any installment agreements during this period. By law, interest will continue to accrue on any unpaid balances. The IRS reminds people how they can set up new installment agreements through the IRS website. For offers in compromise, with pending offer in compromise applications, the IRS will allow taxpayers until July 15 to provide requested additional information to support a pending offer. In addition, the IRS will not close any pending offer request before July 15, 2020 without the taxpayer's consent. Offer and compromise payments. Taxpayers have the option of suspending all payments on accepted offers until July 15, 2020, although by law, interest will continue to accrue on any unpaid balances. Delinquent return filings. The IRS will not default an offer for those taxpayers who are delinquent in filing their tax returns for tax year 2018. However, taxpayers should file any delinquent 2018 return and their 2019 return on or before July 15, 2020. The IRS reminds people how they can 
file for a new offer by providing a fresh start through the IRS website. The IRS reminds non-filers that they should be compliant, and if they are due a refund, that the three-year statute of limitations still applies for receiving a refund. So if people are due a refund for 2016, it sounds like that still has the April 15, 2020 deadline for filing to receive that 2016 refund. Field collection activities, liens and levies, including any seizures of a personal residence initiated by field revenue officers will be suspended during this period. However, field revenue officers will continue to pursue high-income non-filers and perform other similar activities where warranted. For automated liens and levies, new automatic systemic liens and levies will be suspended during this period. For passport certifications to the State Department, the IRS will suspend new certifications to the Department of State for taxpayers who are seriously delinquent during this period. These taxpayers are encouraged to submit a request for an installment agreement or, if applicable, an offer and compromise during this period. Certification prevents taxpayers from receiving or renewing passports. With regard to private debt collection, new delinquent accounts will not be forwarded by the IRS to private collection agencies to work during this period. For field, office, and correspondence audits, the IRS is generally not starting new examinations. They will continue to work refund claims where possible without in-person contact. However, the IRS may start new examinations or deem necessary to protect the government's interest in preserving the applicable statute of limitations. In-person meetings are suspended, but IRS examiners will continue their examinations remotely where possible. To facilitate the progress of open examinations, taxpayers are encouraged to respond to any request for information they have received or may receive on all examination activity during this period if they are able to do so. Unique situations, particularly for some corporate and business taxpayers, the IRS understands that there may be instances where the taxpayers desire to begin an examination while people and records are available and respective staffs have capacity. In those instances, where it's in the best interest of both parties and appropriate personnel are available, the IRS may initiate activities to move forward with an examination, understanding that COVID-19 developments could later reduce activities for an agreed period. General requests for information, in addition to compliance activities and examinations, the IRS encourages taxpayers to respond to any other IRS correspondence requesting additional information during this time if possible. For the Earned Income Tax Credit and Wage Verification Reviews, the taxpayers have until July 15 to respond to the IRS to verify that they qualify for the Earned Income Tax Credit or to verify their income. The taxpayers are encouraged to exercise their best efforts to obtain and submit all requested information, and if unable to do so, to reach out to the IRS indicating the reason such information is not available. Until July 15, the IRS will not deny these credits for a failure to provide requested information. For the Independent Office of Appeals, appeals officers will continue to work their cases. They're not currently holding in-person conferences, but conferences may be held over the telephone or by video conference. 
taxpayers are encouraged to promptly respond to any outstanding request for information for cases with the Independent Office of Appeals. The statute of limitations, the IRS will continue to take steps where necessary to protect all applicable statutes of limitations. In instances where statute expirations might be jeopardized during this period, taxpayers are encouraged to cooperate in extending such statutes. Otherwise, the IRS will issue notices of deficiency and pursue other similar actions to protect the interests of the government in preserving such statutes. Where a statutory period is not set to expire during 2020, the IRS is unlikely to pursue the foregoing actions until at least July 15, 2020. Regarding the Practitioner Priority Service, in this notice, they're saying that there would be significant wait times for the Practitioner Priority Service, but I will give a later update as I continue with the news. So Commissioner Reddig said the IRS will continue to review and, where appropriate, modify or expand the People First initiative as we continue reviewing our programs and receive feedback from others. We are committed to helping people get through this period, and our employees will remain focused on these and other helpful efforts in the days and weeks ahead. Ask for your personal support, your understanding, and your patience as we navigate our way forward together. Stay safe and take care of your families, friends, and others. The Office of Chief Counsel continues to work to resolve cases in litigation, including those on calendars in various cities through July 3, 2020, that were recently canceled by the U.S. Tax Court. Although they are not meeting with taxpayers or their representatives in face-to-face -face meetings or taking depositions, taxpayers should know that the attorneys are available to discuss their cases by telephone. So for the Kansas City campus of the IRS, the Kansas City Star published an article that they would be closed from March 26 until April 9 due to an employee under quarantine with a presumptive positive case of COVID-19. There had been several complaints about work conditions and pressure from the National Treasury Employees Union. They had been complaining that they were working in two close quarters, that there was not the social distancing that would prevent the virus from spreading. So at that point, the building was to be closed for extensive cleaning. Turning to practitioner priority service, that the IRS closed the phone lines because of staffing limitations. IRS eServices help desk lines, as well as help desks for the filing information returns electronically and Affordable Care Act information return systems are also closed until further notice as announced on March 27. The IRS also temporarily suspended acceptance of new income verification express services requests. The IRS said it's experiencing delays in processing existing requests as well as centralized authorization file number approvals, the CAF unit. Client authorized tax professionals with e-services accounts can still access prior year tax transcripts through the IRS transcript delivery system. However, they are unable to answer any questions as of yet on stimulus payments. So with them talking about the CAF unit, the Memphis campus was closed. So the Ogden unit was still open as of March 25th, and that fax number is 855-214-7522. With regard to the 
Taxpayer Advocate Service. They are unable to answer calls to the National Case Intake Line of 877-777-4778. From what I understand, the local offices are still accepting phone calls, but staff is working remotely. But then my final piece of news is that the IRS issued an evacuation notice putting nearly all employees on mandatory telework. That beginning March 30th, so that is this Monday, the day I am recording this episode, the IRS is directing all employees, including employees who are currently not teleworking, but whose work is portable or can be adapted to work off-site, to evacuate their workspaces and instead work from home or an alternate location. They are doing that to decrease potential exposure, but also reduce the risk of exposure for those employees who must remain on site. That on March 30, the agency is restricting building access to pick up items like work assignments, mail, and supplies, as well as to complete tasks that must continue during the national emergency and can only be performed on site. Now, it would be my guess that the 2019 tax return processing would still be considered essential work, that the employees are not eligible to work from home. So it is my guess that that will continue. But with the Kansas City campus closure, it is difficult to say what kind of progress the IRS will be making at their different buildings. But overall, it seems to me on granting relief, with regard to specific cases that the best guidance I can provide would be to contact your local taxpayer advocate service office, or if you have a contact person on a specific case, whether that would be a local taxpayer advocate or an IRS agent who you have been working with on that case, whether they are in appeals, a revenue officer, chief counsel, or with a specific unit like offering compromise or innocent spouse. Perhaps they are working remotely, doing some kind of telework. So you may be able to discuss the case with them and make some progress. But otherwise, the main phone lines sound to be limited. So there would not be necessarily relief for currently not collectible status or some other relief that you may be able to receive for a client at a larger scale. So hopefully this will guide you on what is currently happening with the IRS and how you can work your cases at this point. Hopefully there are not too many other big announcements that we need regarding the tax season or working with the IRS, but hopefully this will get you up to date and up to speed on what is happening overall with taxes and the coronavirus. So thank you for tuning in. Please remember to follow your local guidance and stay safe during these times in dealing with the coronavirus. Take care. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support this podcast. Providing monetary support for this podcast 
helps with expenses like equipment or travel to tax conferences. Supporting this podcast through Patreon comes with rewards, so check out our Patreon page. Please rate or review this podcast because positive reviews help get more people to know this podcast exists. The views expressed on this podcast are not official opinions of the IRS, the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, or the employers of the people who spoke on this program. Your tax situation is unique, so do not take the statements on this program as tax or legal advice. Consult with your own tax professional to provide you with specific advice on your situation. Tune in next time on Tax Justice Warriors for another interesting tax discussion.